Welcome back to this week's edition of the Gishmak of our podcast. This week's parsha is Parshas Vayechi. Yaakov Avinu, the last of our forefathers, is on his deathbed. He calls his sons to bid them farewell and to reveal to them what the end of days will bring. To what each son, each Shevet, will be, will be awaiting him in their future. He's going to tell them the future. This is the transformation, this parsha Vayechi, of the Jews becoming a nation from their previous form as just a family of Abraham. Yaakov Avinu blesses each Shevet with a specific blessing that's fitting for them. But it's very interesting to go through the brachos, to go through the blessings and figure out what he actually blessed them with. We'll begin with Ruvain to go through just through some of them to ask a question on them and come out hopefully with a better understanding. Reuven's blessing is that he acted hastily and through his haste, through his uh, impetuous nature, he, maybe I'm saying that word wrong, impetuous nature, I believe that's the correct way, he lost his kingship and priesthood. Now, what type of bracha is that? I definitely don't want that bracha. Yehuda. Yehuda is blessed that the shevet, that his staff will never leave his shevet. He will always be the one who was the king. All the way through the days of David HaMelech, who came from Yehuda. Yesachar is blessed that he will be the rabbi. He will be the donkey that when he, he never takes the yoke off of his shoulders. A uh, rem as a, a uh, hint towards the way that somebody should view his Torah. Constantly pushing for more. The Binyamin's bracha is that he is a vicious wolf that at times divides, eats his food in different ways. A lot of them are very odd forms of brachos. So we can really ask to summarize the question, in what way are these brachos? And why would these be the final blessings that Yaakov gives his sons? It seems very anticlimactic. Volba, Velio Baruch Finkel, Rabbi Ruchim, they all sing the same tune that reveals to us what the best and ultimate bracha a person could receive is to know his milos and to know his chesronos. The ultimate blessing would be to have somebody tell you you're great at this and you struggle with this. To be able to help us bring out and maximize our fullest potential, the greatest blessing we could have is to know what we're great at and to know what we need to work on. Yaakov Avinu was calling them and saying, we're going into Gullus now. We're going into the diaspora, and it's going to be a long and bitter one. But before this, we all have to know what we're good at, what we're naturally good at, what's in our DNA, but what we struggle with is also in our DNA. That's the ultimate bracha. That can help a person to increase the good midos and to stay far away from the bad midos. And these examples are very specific in the tribes in that Ruvain... Since he acted with haste, um, I think impetuously might be a nice word here, therefore he is not fit to be a king because an impetuous king 
somebody who acts very uh, abruptly without much thought to the consequences is probably not fitting to be a king. Also, the, he was stripped of his priesthood. But Yehuda, what was Yehuda's bracha? That he was like a lion, that sometimes he is like a small lion and later a large lion, a very um, hard to understand bracha at first glance. But it's referring to the Mepharshim tell us that he had messed up. He had done somewhat of a controversial act that he had regretted with his story with Tamar in the previous parasha. But his ability to get up and say that I was wrong and to do tshuva for it and to take responsibility is a leadership idea and something that a leader must have. Again, we see that the brachas here are not just a odd analogy to the person's connection with animals, but rather each one of these mishalim that's given is specifically bringing out a characteristic that's revealing what a person is good at and what else and what a person struggles with and there is no greater bracha than that for somebody to tell us what we're good at and somebody to tell us what we could work on would be the most important and uh, springboard for our growth I'd like to spend a three minutes to discuss Yisachar's bracha. Yisachar's bracha is that he is a strong-boned donkey who desires peace. This is all in Pasuk, Yodalad and Tezvav. A strong-boned donkey who desires peace. And for the peace, he strengthens his body to endure the pain. The Pasuk seems like a contradiction between the beginning of the verse and the end of the verse. If he sees that he likes peace, then why would he bend over backwards to shoulder the load? Rabbi Rucham explains here a very interesting concept. Why did God, he begins with a question, give us the Torah in the middle of a desert? It took us three days that man and woman must separate. We're sleeping on the floor in the desert with sand between our toes. Our clothes are dirty. We're kind of hungry. Only then are we fitting to get the Torah. I could think of a better way that Hashem could give the Torah. Obviously, I'm just saying it for the sake of the question. Why didn't Hashem give the Torah in the Kosal Plaza with Moshe Rabbeinu sitting on the dais with a Kiddush followed, following on the Ish rooftop? Sounds better. Except clearly that Hashem gave us this Torah in this manner. It's revealing the way in which a person needs to prepare himself to accept the Torah. Says Rabbi Rucham, if a person wants to accept upon himself any goal, Yisachar's goal was to become a Torah scholar and a reproductive and holy rabbi, there's one way to get there. Step one, define your goal. We know the famous words of the Messiah Yisharim. Define your goal and to which every action, breath, and movement of your limbs is heading towards that goal. Step two, a person needs not just to now be calm, cool, and collected and search for peace, to search for pleasantness, but rather when a person has a goal, let's use the Navy SEALs for example, to become somewhat a productive soldier, to get his job done on his mission, you go to training camp. 
you go to boot camp. They break your body in boot camp. They yell at you. They wake you up at 6 in the morning and pour water on your face. And the drill sergeant is in, in your ear the entire day. Because the way that a person can reach inner peace, which is a necessity for Torah, menucha, which the Pasuk says here, vayar menucha kitov, if you want to reach inner serenity, inner peace, calmness, which is needed and a necessity for success, to be calm, cool, and collected, even though you're dropped in the middle of Afghanistan, how do you reach that? Prepared for everything. That there's no situation where I'm out of sorts. Why would they train a Navy SEAL to hold his breath for eight minutes? What does that have to do with him shooting a gun in the proper spot? Why would they wake him up and throw him through mud in the middle of the night? Except to prepare him for everything and anything leads a person to have a calm, cool, and collected attitude and never be off his game. The clutch performances are always by the one who's calm in the moment when everyone else is not calm. To reach this inner peace, this serenity, takes bending over backwards to fight through the pain. Completely the opposite of what we think. When we try to find inner peace, we consistently try to scratch that itch which diff- with different physical things that put us in peace, peace of mind. It, it makes us calm. But what happens is, is that the second that we don't have it, we kind of bug out. If we consistently have what we need to keep us calm, yes, maybe we would remain calm, cool, and collected. But if we're relying upon it, the second that we don't have it, we become all bent out of shape. If we rely upon coffee like we all do when we don't have coffee on a fast day, we get a little bit bent out of shape. But a lot of us take that risk because it's worth it to have coffee for the 360 days that I can't have coffee. 344 or 45 days that I can have coffee. The route to inner peace, says Rabbi Rocham, is boot camp. Being able to be fully prepared for anything. Hashem had to give the Torah in the desert. He had to show and reveal this to the Jewish people. That prepared for everything and anything is the route to inner peace, which is the only way to be successful. Successful and success needs peace of needs a calm head, a clear-headed mind, and the only way to do that is through fighting through the physical pain and agony of boot camp. Leil Shimurim, the Ramban says, when we left Egypt, was a night to be remembered and protected forever. The Jewish people knew that they were leaving on the day that they left. Hashem put it up on the bulletin board. We're leaving. Everybody knew. But yet we know that there was a chipazon. There was a haste. They didn't even have time to make sandwiches. They didn't have, their matzah didn't rise. Their bread didn't rise. Now, is this just like a family road trip that, you know, everybody knows what time that we're leaving, but no one can get themselves together to actually leave at that time? Probably not. So we can ask it as a question, and the Saba of Kelm does. If they knew they were leaving, why weren't they prepared? Says the Saba from Kelm. Because they knew they were leaving, but Hashem quickly hastened it. They knew the day, but Hashem still hastened it for the exact time. He said, we got to leave right now. Even though the day they had known, but there had to be an immediate, okay, we have to leave right now without revealing the exact time before. Because this was a necessity, a quiz, a pop quiz to see are the people, Jewish people ready, fully prepared to do anything that they need 
to be successful. So to put it down clear, this is a piece of the Das Torah, success needs a clear, calm-headed mind. Clear-headed, calm mind. How do you get there? Through being able to persevere through the physical agony and be completely prepared for anything. That's what leads to inner peace. With this, we can understand a little bit better what the bracha is that Yaakov gave Yisachar. Yisachar, you are a strong bone donkey that sees peace and wants it. He found a goal. But the way to get there is to lispol to fight through the agony because this world and the ultimate way to become a proper utensil to or a proper clee to be makabal the Torah is specifically through peace and calmness of the mind and the only way to get there is through boot camp we should be zeichet to internalize these messages that Number one, it real uh, the best bracha that we can get is to know our milas and to know our chesronos. And number two, to reach success, it takes inner peace, a clear-headedness. And the only way to get there is to be able to shoulder the physical and painful load at the beginning. But ultimately, we should see success at the end. Amor